On today's episode of the Tweet Show Podcast, we got some NBA playoffs to discuss, and really that's about the only thing we have to discuss. If I have anything else to discuss, I guess I can mention it, but otherwise we're just going to talk strictly NBA basketball on this episode. So with that being said, let's just get started with today's episode. First, before we talk to the NBA basketball, I do want to address that I that I said in my previous episode that that I was going to record on third like Wednesday or Thursday and have an episode for you guys. Obviously, I did not. And now I'm starting to think, or at least listeners are starting to think that one is either a bit or two, I'm just really bad and a liar. Now. I'm starting to think this might be a bit for me too. Like I might just keep going. I might just make it a running joke. Just be like, Oh, I'm just going to record today, tomorrow. And then never post anything on like the following day or something like that. So <laughs> it'll be interesting to see if I keep doing this. Now, the real reasoning I didn't get a chance is because my roommate's dog is sometimes is a, what's uh, what's the best way to describe him? He uh, is very needy and he's very, very uh, can never be left alone. So when his owner, my roommate, leaves, he immediately whines, acting like he's about to die, which is very annoying sometimes when I'm trying to do something. And he just goes like, hey, Chandler. I need you to fix this. Where the frick is Tom? I'm like, dude, I don't know. Why are you asking me? You know, most of the time, I do know where Tom is. I I think he's just mainly... There's either three places Tom usually at. He's either at work, the gym, or he went to his girlfriend's place. There's about the only three places he goes. Or I guess... The fourth one would be school, but he usually comes back after school. So, um, but yeah, that was that was probably the main couple. That was mainly the main reason because, like, after Tom came back from work, I came in my room because I was watching the games, and I was like, "Oh, that's right, I was supposed to record," and then I never did. So, because it was late enough, and I was like, ah, "I don't really feel like recording." So, like I said, I'm just gonna. Keep, keep this as a running bit or just going to keep lying to America. Like LeBron does sometimes to people, how he lied about reading in a book or how he lied about, you know, a certain player that a soccer team that he owns or something like that. It's just one of those things I got to figure out if I'm going to buy into this bit or if I'm just a really bad um, time management person. But yet again, I'm not, I wouldn't say it's bad time, bad um, time management. It's just I live with a horrid dog. That's not mine, and luckily I only have to live with it for the next like four four months: April, May, June, July. So four months, basically. Well, three and a half. This is like April twenty third. So 
All right, let's let's move on from the dog and just talk some NBA hoops. All right, so last we sort of spoke was when did we speak? Well, it's been a while since we spoke, but let's let's just focus on the the weekend games. So this weekend we had the Phoenix Suns defeating the Clippers in Game Three, or no, was that Game Four? That was Game Four. Never mind. God, see, this is the problem with some of these NBA games. I forget which games they are, but yeah, Saturday the Clipper or the Suns beat the Clippers in Game Four, one twelve to a hundred, and then Game Four the Seventy Sixers defeated the uh, the Nets, which means the Seventy Sixers swept the Nets. And then we had the Miami Heat take down the Bucks with, I mean, without Giannis, so Giannis did not play in that game. Uh, the Grizzlies got absolutely boat race in that game, but John Murray didn't come back. So we'll see how the series sort of changes in a sense like that. And then today, the games were, we had the Golden State Warriors and Kings, Golden State won by one. And then we had uh, the New York Knicks defeating the Cavs. Then we had Boston defeating the Hawks. And then as of right now, with about 143 left in the second quarter, it is Minnesota 47, Denver 45. And uh, the Denver Nuggets are still leading the series 3 nothing. All right, so Jamal Murray with the ball. Throws it to Jeff Green. Jamal Murray gets the ball back. Dribbles, dribbles, shoots, and scores. Ties the game at 47 with one th- with about 90 seconds left in the game. Anthony Edwards has the ball in his hands. He dribbles, dribbles, dribbling down the lane. Oh, he lost the ball. Oh, he got, he got fouled. He got fouled. Now some of the Nuggets players are asking for a challenge which they probably won't challenge because NBA coaches are very strict about when they are going to challenge and when they are not going to challenge. So, yeah. Um, just some thoughts on – we'll go back to the Saturday games. Just some uh, thoughts and all that. So, the Suns, I don't really – so, I don't really see how they don't get out of the West or just win the West. Like, like – now, here I will say this. The Clippers probably could have won this series if Kawhi and Paul George were all healthy because, like, really, Westbrook is carrying the team and he's, like, sort of trying to get him in a position to potentially win this series. But, obviously, now the Clippers are down 3-1, to one, which usually means that, well, one or two things. One, the other team could come back and win the series, or two, they're just going to lose in the next game. Or they could probably... Well, no, the next game will be in Phoenix, so I I highly doubt Clippers win that game. But like I said, with Devin Booker, KD, and Chris Paul, those big three, I mean, it's it's just crazy how talented that team is. Like Kevin Durant had 31, and then Devin Booker the past like three games has had like 30 plus. He's a dog. God, I just love, I I truly do love watching Devin Booker play. He's just he's so freaking awesome. He's a fun player to watch. Like I truly love watching his game. He's got that mid range. He's got that dog at him. He loves talking smack. Unlike some others that talk smack and don't really back it up as much, but Devin Booker backs it up. Like he backs it up. He's got that dog. As for like I was saying about the Clippers, I mean honestly, like besides that game one performance in this series, Westbrook has been playing actually pretty well. He had thirty seven. This game, at, I think he had 31 or 30-ish 
in the in game three. I mean, he's balling. And then obviously we've had obviously Kawhi Leonard with some sore knee-ness. Now, I never really judge a superstar if they have an injury. Like, if you're hurt, you're hurt. But, it's like, but, but with Kawhi Leonard, who does all these, like, low management and hardly plays during the regular season, he's, like, meant to be, like, healthy and ready to go during the postseason, right? And then stuff like this happens, and it's like, dude, what are we doing? Like I said, if he's hurt, he's hurt. But, like, come on, man. A little part of us, like, as fans, should be, disappointed and be like dude you can't you couldn't play you couldn't just suck it up and play now granted if it if his knee hurts it hurts but like steven kind of said it best when he said he's like the worst superstar um i mean he's not like he's a baller like he was sort of saying that he's a baller but like he's the worst superstar of some like when he plays when he doesn't play, he's like the worst superstar not to play, basically. That's basically what I think Stephen A. was trying to get at, which I tend to sort of agree with him about, which he just – I when I think of Kawhi Leonard during the postseason, I usually think of his run when he was with Toronto. Because when, when, when he was on Toronto and made that run to win the NBA title, I was like, damn, Kawhi Leonard is just – he's built different. Like, he's – like he's meant for the postseason. He's winning championships with Toronto, and Toronto even doesn't even win championships. Now they do. Well, I guess they haven't won it since Kawhi, but you know what I get. You know what I mean. But like, I feel like after that happened, I was like, well, if Kawhi Leonard could go anywhere and win a championship, and basically this is what he did. He went to the Clippers with Paul George, and they were like, hey, we can win a championship here, and they haven't done it yet. Now, people are starting to ask the question, how much longer is this Clipper duo going to, uh, you know, be a thing? I think you give them, like, one more year. Now, granted, it's the Clippers, and usually nobody's going to really be, like, blow it up. Because I think you probably give them one more year, two at the most. But I think sooner or later, we got to see some more results. Like, we've seen them got, have we seen them them be in the conference finals? Yeah, we did, we? Yeah, it was like, no. Yeah, yeah, like the the year the uh, the Phoenix Suns went to the NBA Finals there in the West, Western Conference Finals. But I don't think Kawhi was playing that series, was he? No, I don't think so. It was just Paul George. <laughs> Shocker, Kawhi Leonard wasn't playing. But I think that like he was like out for like the entire season for that. But still, I think, yeah, like if we don't see the Clippers make it to a Western Conference Finals again next year, then I think we need, like, the Clippers need to have, like, a conversation between Paul George and Kawhi Leonard about the future of the, you know, because I feel like it's just not working. Now, granted, because, well, I'm just trying to think, because, like, the West is actually going to be, like, even tougher now, because I feel like the if the Clippers are going to try and win, they got to, like, legitimately try to win next year, because, obviously, the Phoenix Suns aren't going anywhere. Um, you got the OKC Thunder. They're young. They're they're gonna be fun to watch. And you got the Denver Nuggets. You've got the Lakers. I feel like aren't really going anywhere either. They're gonna be tough. Memphis, Dallas. Eventually, if they figured it out with Kyrie and all that mess. But yeah, I, I think you really just gotta give the Clippers one more chance to really try and win a title. Especially with the addition to Westbrook, maybe that would help. But I don't know. Mainly, you just got to get Kawhi Leonard and Paul George to be healthy for 
the postseason and the entire regular season. So, yeah. But like I was saying, I don't see how the Suns don't really come out of the West. I think they're the best team in the West without a question. So, yeah. All right. As for the East, back to the Eastern Conference Finals, or not Eastern Conference Finals, should I just say. I should say that back in the first round matchup, we had the 76ers and Nets. Oh, is it halftime? It's officially halftime of the uh, Nuggets and Timberwolves game. I don't know what the halftime score is. Hold on. Let me give me a second here to find out. I think it's like it's still a two possession game or a one. One second, please. Nuggets are up 52 to 48. So, yeah. All right, sorry, back to the, I uh, just wanted to uh, give everybody a quick update on that. Even though by the time you listen to this, you'll know who won the game. But, you know, sort of just reliving back, you're like, oh, chance on this moment during the game. But, yeah, halftime. All right, so, yeah, the 76ers swept the Nets. And then the Nets are kind of an interesting team next year because, like, I think they're going to be like sort of what they, they got some, they got some talent, like, Mikhail Bridges and Cam Johnson are for sure like key pieces to build around. Like Mikhail for sure. I feel like he's gonna be like a two or a three option or a third option if they get like a superstar to come play for the Nets at all. I mean, just ones that aren't gonna bitch about the COVID vaccine or you know or one that doesn't have enough like strip clubs or anything like that. Like the other, like two out of the three, we're gonna bitch about something. The other one was just, just really just wanted a hoop, which he did, and his teammates just never shut up for work. So yeah, um, I mean yeah, I mean they got they got some young talented pieces for sure, and I'm interested to see how the Nets are going to look like next year because I think they'll probably still sort of be a playoff team, but they'll probably be like a more of a play in type of team. I feel like because they're, they're pretty young. But Kel Bridges is really talented. I think he's a star. He's he's definitely a star in this league. Uh, Cam's definitely like a emerging star ish type of player. But yeah, uh, as for the 76ers, Maxi, I I was always a big I was a big fan of Tyrese Maxi last year, heading towards the end of the playoffs when he was just balling out. But like this season, though, I feel like he was. I was like telling, or I was talking to somebody like before the season even started. Like, dude, watch out for Tyrese Maxey. He's gonna become an emerging superstar. He's gonna be. He's gonna be that guy. Like, he's that guy. Because like, if James Harden doesn't like, you know, because like late, you know, when we were watching that playoff series last year with James Harden and how he like debacled and looked terrible and all that, it was like, well, you know, if they decided to get rid of James Harden. They can always just rely on Tyrese Maxey, who's a guy who's just so talented because he's just good. He's a really, he's just a really good player. I just love Tyrese Maxey's game. He just he's God just it's I feel like there are certain players in this league that I just love watching. I'm like, damn, I just love watching that guy. But yeah, Tyrese Maxey's one of them for sure. You know what's crazy? Because I was watching, I was like, I was a little, I was a little late watching to Game Four because I didn't realize it was on, and then I flipped it on, and I didn't even get a, like a notification or see something on social media because I wasn't on my phone. I can't remember what I was doing on Saturday. That wasn't just realizing that MB was out in this game. I was like, wait, MB's out. Why is MB out? Because actually, I did see something. I was like, well, oh, that's weird. That's probably not true. Because like now with the whole verification stuff, I can't tell some. I can't tell who's 
Obviously, I can trust Woj because he's got a blue check mark. But you know, anybody can just buy a blue check mark now. But anyways, um, yeah, I mean, Embiid was out. He's got like some knee issue, I think, and he's gonna be like fifty fifty depending on when the next uh, second round starts. Now, I mean, it might start soon because I think the Hawks and the Celtics and series will probably be over by Monday or Tuesday, whenever that game is. I think it's Tuesday, I would assume. Um, no, yeah, the 76ers are, I think they're really good. And they got some, they got a potential to beat the Celtics, but like they gotta, they gotta have them be like, I know Harden, it could, you know, has, you know, should be the guy to carry the load, but I don't think he's like the Rockets James Harden anymore. And he, he shows spurts of old James Harden, but this new James Harden sort of like the 20, like 25 plus ish. And it gets like eight, eight to 12 assists with about six rebounds or, you know, cause I feel like we either get that James Harden or we get a James Harden where he scores like 14 points and shoots really badly. And it's like, Oh, James. And then that's when like the 76ers like lose badly to the Celtics. So that series will be very interesting to watch, but for sure they got to get, they got to get, uh, MB back because they have no chance of Embiid's not playing. They have no chance. Um, otherwise, I mean, yeah. All right. As for the bucks and Heat series. Now this is kind of interesting because we, um, have a series where Giannis did not play the, Got hurt in game one, did not play in game two or three. The Bucks won game two at home, and then they lost game three on the road. So I feel like next game we'll have the old Bucks. And now, granted, we don't know when Giannis is going to be able to play with that sort of tailbone slash lower back injury. And I'll be curious to see how the Bucks sort of game plan because I feel like. Game two, they really did a great job of game planning, but then game three, I don't know what happened. It was just maybe because it was, you know, at the heat. Maybe that was it. I don't know. Because, like, I was watching some of it, and then I was like, all right, this is kind of a blowout. So I flipped over to something else. So I was just like, I gave up on the heat. I was like, I gave up on the game. But I know Chris Milton played really well. Jimmy Butler always performs well in the playoffs because he's Jimmy Buckets, and I he's also one of the guys I truly love watching. He's definitely one of the guys. I, de- I think I need to make a list of all the players that I just love watching basketball, like him, uh, Devin Booker, Tyrese Maxey. Um, who's some others? I th- um, trying to think because there's some there's some players out there for sure. I like Zach Levine, Zach Levine, Demar Derozan. Um, I mean Zion, but like Zion's the same thing with Kawhi, and Kawhi would be on the list too. But those two never play basketball. I think Jalen Brunson might make the list here pretty soon if he keeps it up, what he's doing. But we'll get to the Knicks in just a moment. Man, I'm trying to think. Of, I'm trying to think of players that I just love watching them. I used to love watching Trey Young because he was so fun and watching. But now watching this like Celtic series, I'm like, eh. And don't get me wrong. He's a really talented, fun player to watch. But he's not like, I captioned, I guess Damian Lillard, but like he's always, but he's on the West Coast and he's like late at nine. I don't have to like stay up and watch those games. It has to be like a Friday or Saturday where I'd be able to watch him because again, he's in Portland. 
Um, I'm trying to think. Any other team or any of their players that I just like? I'm like, if they're on, I'll be like, yep, I'm watching. Um, hmm, I don't know. I think that's really about it. So, like I said, okay. So let's get back to the Heat for a second. So the Heat are are the Heat seed. They lost to the Hawks in the playing game, the first playing game. Then they then they beat the Bulls, and they ate in that second playing game to get to the eighth spot. And then obviously in game one, they stole game one because in the slate was it like or somewhere in the second quarter where Giannis hurt himself. And then obviously that's when they hate the heat kind of took over in that game. And then they never looked back. And then game two, the heat were not ready. And then the Bucks just steamrolled them. Cause like I was on like NBA TV and I was watching, I was probably watching a, a better game. And then I noticed that the game was like, in the 30s, they're like, wait a second. Whoa, the Bucks are whooping some ass. I feel like the Bucks usually do pretty decent without Giannis, but they like they need him to advance in the playoffs. Like if they're gonna assuming they get past the Bucks or not the Bucks. Assuming the Bucks get past the Heat this round, let's say that the Bucks win like in six or seven. Assuming they get past assuming they get past the Heat. They're going to need him for the next series when they go up against... Who would they go up against? Shoot. who who's Oh, the Knicks or... The Knicks, probably. Most likely the Knicks. I, I don't see how the Cavs come back in this series. So when they get up against the Knicks, I feel like they wouldn't... I feel like they're going to need him for the Knicks series because if they don't have him for the Knicks series, I'm not going to lie. I think the Knicks could easily win this series or win that series. It's a very possibility. The Knicks have been playing some really good basketball, so... It's just some stuff we got to keep our eyes out for sure as Giannis' uh, injury status, you know, day by day, see how he feels, all those other stuff, and see how the Bucks sort of, I would assume the Bucks respond back in game four and tie the series and go back to Milwaukee game five and then win that game, then they would win in six. Most likely, I would think that's how I feel like this scenario would, would happen. Because I feel like Giannis will probably come back in Game Five, so he'll probably sit out Game Four, unless it's like unless the Bucks really feel like, hey man, we really need you in Game Four. So maybe he's be like restricted limits and all that. I don't know. I don't know how bad the like tailbone slash back is. So I guess, like I said, we'll have to see how that goes. But like if the Heat, but the Heat, if they win Game, if they win Game Four tomorrow, which is I think is it tomorrow? Yeah, I think it's tomorrow. I can't. No, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it tomorrow? I don't know. Whenever game four or whenever game four is, which I think it is tomorrow, about 80% sure. If they win game four, I don't know. I don't know. Because, like, well, obviously, they would have, Giannis would probably definitely would come back for game five. And that's like, Giannis is going to be like balls to the walls. He's willing his team to survive another game so they can force a game six and all that. So. The Heat team, I, the Heat weren't really that good during the regular season. And then somehow, like, you know, uh, like I was saying, Jimmy Butler just plays at a different level during the playoffs. So it'll be a very interesting, very interesting thing to, uh, you know, how this series plays out. As for, you know, the uh, Memphis Grizzlies, oh, Dylan, 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 Dylan Brooks, you woke the bear. You woke up the Lakers. You shouldn't have talked trash. Now, I will say this. I like players talk, you know, talking trash and like, you know, talking smack 
and all that. It's good for the game. But if you're going to do it, you got to be able to back it up. And, sir, you did not back it up. You were like 3 of 13, and then you punched LeBron in the junks. Now, he wasn't intentional. It was just, you know, he was trying to pick his pocket, and he accidentally, like, swiped him on the on the nuts. And then when LeBron went down, and it's like, oh, boy. LeBron went down. Nut shot. You know, he was just trying to do a good old cup check. He was just making sure LeBron was wearing his cup. And clearly, LeBron was not wearing his cup. And, you know, that's what he deserves for not wearing his cup. you got to be able to wear your cups. Come on, boys. Everybody knows this. You wear your cups during basketball. It's not like in baseball you have to, for sure. You don't have to wear your cups in baseball. Nobody wears their cups in baseball. <laughs> No, no, you wear your cups in baseball. <laughs> you, could you imagine having to wear a cup in basketball? Like, I would feel like that would be so uncomfortable having to go up and down the court constantly with that thing. And you're like, I always have to adjust it half the time. And people just be like, what is he doing? Is he playing with himself? He's like, no, I'm just trying to fix my cup. Just trying to get hit in the balls, you know? Which, speaking of which, a lot of players are getting hit in the balls in these playoff series. Like, Royce O'Neal got hit by... James, and then we had um, LeBron getting hit in the nuts. Who else got hit in the nuts? I feel like someone else got hit in the nuts recently. There was another one. I'm trying to think. Who else got hit? Gosh, was it someone on the Warriors and King series, too? I don't think so, because obviously Draymond only stepped on Sabonis. He didn't hit anybody in the nuts. At least not yet. Uh, God, who else hit him? In the, who else hit some nuts? Hit somebody in the nuts. Maybe I got to see like the teams and all that. God, I'm trying to think. This is this is killing me. Um, out. I, I think no. Was it someone on the Hawks and Celtics? Somebody got hit. Maybe or was it like somebody in this series in the uh, Denver, Minnesota? I don't know. I feel like there was at least there's been at least three nut shots. Now, granted, Embiid almost hit somebody in the nuts just by kicking them because Claxton, you know dunked on him and step try to step over and then NB try to kick him. So maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I don't know. But I do feel like somebody there has been a lot of nut shots in this game, but in this in these uh playoffs. But anyways, back to your regular scheduled Lakers talk. The Lakers are like the most dangerous team in the West for sure. Like obviously you've got LeBron, A D, uh Austin Reeves for sure. Austin Reeves Love me some Austin Reeves. I've been on that guy's bandwagon from since day one in Oklahoma. I promise you, I promise I've been in. I'm not trying to say I'm a bandwagoner when he got to the Lakers, but like I've been following this guy when he was at Oklahoma. Like I told my cousin, I was like, hey, this guy, he's special. Like he's he's good. He could he could play in, I don't know, I don't really really know if I remember saying he could play in the NBA, but I just was like, this guy's good. Trust me. He's good. And then you know, my cousin sometimes either believes me or doesn't believe me. He's like, he's not that good. And I'm like, come on. I'm like, no, 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 no. See, I, f- I like to find the guys that typically don't really, like, succeed. Like, at, they don't really score that much points or anything like that. I usually type the guys that, like, if they have, like, two or three performances, I'm like, oh, my God, this guy is good. And then I'll text I'll text my cousin and be like, hey, dude, you be- we better start putting some respect on this guy. And he's be like, no, we don't. I'm like, yeah, we do. So, anyways, I mean. Obviously, John Moran came back and get in this game, you know, with with that hand sort of this hand injury. I don't know when the, you know when I saw that injury, I was like, "Ooh, his fingers were basically like if he didn't, they were like, like they bended so much." And it's like, how much they almost didn't like bend and snap and like break in. I don't know, man. That was crazy, crazy stuff, dude. All right, 
just a quick update. Denver's up 58-41, or no, 58-51, to 51, I should say, with about nine minutes left in the third. So, yeah, I mean, it's just one of those crazy things about, about this series is, like, I don't know if the Grizzlies are going to win or not. I truly don't know who's winning this series. Like, I truly don't. It's it's sort of a toss-up at this point. Like, if well, I feel like we'll get a better, clear idea of who's going to win this series probably in game four. Obviously, that... Obviously, that's Captain Obvious, which, you know, whoever wins that game is either the series is either going to be tied at 2 2 or, you know, the series is going to be at, you know, the Lakers be up 3 to 1. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to, to see how this series sort of plays out because, like, Memphis is just going to have to, like, get Dylan Brooks to stop. Tra- well, actually, that's not going to happen. Dylan's going to keep tra- trash talking, but he's going to have to play a little bit better to be able to trash talk. Because you can't trash dog and not and go three of thirteen from the field like you just can't you can't do that like Dylan if you're gonna trash talk to LeBron James who's arguably one of the greatest players of all time one you can't call him old you can't do this you can't do that like what come on man like I get it you're sort of being this tough guy villain and all that stuff but like dude come on you can't be calling LeBron James old we all know he's old but you can't you can't say it publicly. Trying to give you trying to give LeBron James motivation to beat your ass? Come on, man. They'll be doing that. Come on. Come on, Dylan. 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 You're better than that. Come on. What are we doing? Plus, I don't really want to see the Lakers make it to the second round. Even though honestly, I do not care if they do. But I don't know. Honestly, both these honestly, I'm not I'm not a crazy fan of the Grizzlies either, but I guess I could I could survive another game or I guess another series of Lakers, but who are they playing in the next series? They would play. I think they would play. Who would they play? They would play the three seed. Who is who is a three seed in the in the West? Oh, the Warriors. So they either get the Kings or Warriors. That's right. A, a Warriors Lakers series. Now that would be some television. Like that would be on prime time. Like every night. That'd be something for sure. All right. Um. Moving on to that, let's talk some Cavs and Knicks. So Stephen A was right. The Knicks are going to win this series. Congratulations, Stephen A. The Knicks are going to the second round of the playoffs. I don't get why the Cavs are struggling this series. Like I feel like the big men, both their big guys, should be able to dominate this series. Like their fingers, I feel like their fingers are just made out of butter fingers because they're not catching the ball. They're not really rebounding. They're getting out hustled. There was like late in that fourth quarter, the Knicks got like two up. Two critical offensive rebounds. Where are the big guys? Why are they getting the rebounds? I feel like Donovan's not getting really much help either in this series. Now, like Darius Garland's a baller. Don't get me wrong. But like in the previous game, he didn't really do much. And now granted, Donovan Mitchell didn't really do much in late in the fourth quarter. The Knicks locked him up. They only, I think he only scored like two or four points in the second half, which is like, whoa. Knicks really did a great job at the playing. Some excellent defense, but I mean, it's just, it's crazy what they did. How, or at least how they're doing it, I should say. How they're doing it, it's sort of remarkable. Um, as for the Knicks, like, go New York, go New York, go. I think the New York, uh, New York Knicks are back. I think they're back. They're finally relevant for once. Jalen Brunson is definitely that guy, and I don't know why in the heck did Dallas let him go. I just don't know. Just don't know. And now they got Josh Hart. I think that was a great pickup during the during the uh trade deadline. That was a great pickup for them. And I think that was a it was sort of like a 
uh, gutsy, not a gutsy, but like it was a really, I thought uh, Tom Thibodeau benching Julius Randle, Randle in the fourth quarter was a right decision because I think Randle was just not playing well. He was sort of just out of his mind or not out of his mind, but like he was just, he wasn't playing well. He's like, all right, I was going to, I'm just going to bench a ride with these guys. They're playing a lot better than you are. So, I mean, you got to give credit to uh, Tom, uh, the, to uh, Thibodeau. So, yeah. All right. Now this is definitely the uh, series of the playoffs, the Kings and Warriors. Obviously, we all know what happened in game two of Sabonis and Draymond. Then game three happens, and the Warriors come out, guns are blazing on the Kings. And in this game, we need to start, everybody needs to start talking about De'Aaron Fox and how much of a baller this guy is. Like, he is truly a baller. Like, I think he's definitely, like, an emerging superstar. I'm talking, like, some excellent, excellent baller. Dude, he's so good. Now, granted, I feel like a lot of NBA fans like myself don't really didn't watch a whole lot of Sacramento. I mean, not probably not this year, man. Like in the years past, because you know the Sacramento Kings were just terrible, and they usually weren't good at basketball, so they were never on television. But like, I don't know what happened from last year to this year, where the Aaron Fox just took off and just started falling out. But holy cow, he's good. He's good. I watched probably more of him at Kentucky than I did ever at Sacramento in his career so far at Sacramento, which is crazy, which, you know, credit to Sacramento. They're just terrible at basketball, hiding this great talent from us. You know what's crazy? I have no idea how old the Aaron is. I think he's like 25, I think. I don't think he's, no, I don't think he's the same. Is he the same age as me? There's no way. I'd be shocked if the Aaron was the same age as me. Hold on. Okay, hold on. The Aaron Fox. I think he might be 27. No, he's... Uh, ooh, oh, my God. He's 25. Because I knew he was young because he entered the draft, obviously, when he was 18. He was a one-and-done in Kentucky. But, like, dang, he's 25 years old. He's a year older than me. Dog, that's freaking crazy. Crazy stuff. Crazy, crazy stuff. So, I mean, shout-out to Aaron for taking the next step. You know, just... Being a baller, like he's, I don't know. I'd have to do some ranking talks, but I think I could, put, I could put him in like the top fifteen for sure, for sure. He's one of the top fifteen players right now in today's game. I don't know top ten yet. They got to probably win this series and win a couple more, and then we can talk. We can talk to Aaron, but like, he's he's good. Yeah, he's good. He's good. Uh, his counterpoint, uh, Monk. I don't really know what the, um, the Malik Monk was trying to do late in the games. And uh, look, I'm not going to try and bash Harrison Barnes because he's a, you know, he's a uh, you know local guy. He's from the area where I'm currently at in Ames, Ames guy. I'm not going to bash him too much because I love Harrison. But, uh, oh, no, it's not good, Harrison. Not good. You made some shots. But you didn't make the shots that we were, you know, the Kings fans and, you know, Kings players were hoping that you were going to make. You know, obviously you had a chance at the buzzer. I didn't go in. I just didn't think, Harrison, you didn't really play your best game. But, you know, you're just trying to help out your old team out. You know, you're, you're you know, I'm kidding. You weren't really, but come on. So let's, let's be honest, Harrison. You, you were helping out the Warriors. Come on. Lopardia was trying to help out the Warriors. 
because you're all good but you're all still good friends right so yeah and uh steph curry god every time i watch steph curry i always i'm never like like i never my my draw never drops my draw my jaw is still f- dropped I, like i'm still trying to find my draw my jaw when you know in that oklahoma city game where he just pulled up from like near half court and made it in during that regular season game. <sighs> I mean, it's just one of those like crazy things when I'm, I, he is just so good at shooting the basketball. Like it's, it's not human what he does. Like it's truly not human what he physically does with the basketball. Like he is just truly one of the kind. He is truly, truly the greatest shooter God has ever created. Greatest shooter, greatest shooter. Truly is, without a doubt. Now the series is obviously tied at 2-2, going back to Sacramento. And this is a critical game five for all us media members or podcasters or anybody that talks basketball. This is always the critical game five series tied at 2-2. And there's probably like some stats saying that whoever, you know, when the series is tied at 2-2, the winner of game five usually wins the series about like 65% or 75 or whatever whatever percentage says that whoever wins game five usually wins the series but uh yeah i think honestly now i you know i think the warriors probably win this series in six so they'll win game five and then head back home for six and then close it out in six or well you know it's crazy because i think no i think this might go seven even though i think warriors in six but i wouldn't be shocked if you know actually that wouldn't be total shocked but i'm sim- let's just ass- all right let's assume the kings win game five then they go back to oakland for game six and then we go back to sacramento now here's the thing i think the warriors need to win game five so that way don't they don't get to game seven because i think if it's a game seven i think you would lean towards the warriors right just because of their experience and all that but like that crowd in sacramento i don't know if they really want to mess with that crowd in sacramento in game seven they want to. They want to end the series at their place. Like they got. They want to end this series as soon as possible. So a game five for them is probably a must win. I feel like they don't want to go back to Sacramento for game seven. All right. As for the sort of the last game, even though the Timberwolves and Nuggets are sort of still playing, but I'm going to assume the Nuggets are going to sweep the um the Timberwolves. Which fun fact, neither one of the neither one neither. The Nuggets have ever swept anybody, or neither, and never has the Timberwolves ever been swept. So history was going to be history could be made tonight. But I'll keep you updated just in case something does happen. Um, as for the Celtics and Hawks, um, what I was sort of mentioning about it with Trey Young, like he's a fun, he's a fun young, talented player. I have his jersey in my closet right now. When I when I when he was going off like two years ago in that conference final, I was like, "Yeah, I'm buying his jersey. He's fine. I'm gonna be a Hawks like I'm gonna be a Trey Young fan." You know, when he was a villain in the New York area, he's like, and every New York fan were saying, "F you, Trey Young. F you, Trey Young." That was awesome, and all that stuff. Oh, now they're showing all the uh, Minnesota miseries with the Minnesota Twins, and then the Vikings, and then the. Wild has never made it to a conference finals, and they made it to a conference. The Timberwolves have made it to a conference finals in 2004. The Wild, they said they are never been to the conference finals, and the Vikings have like 
you know, have lost four straight Super Bowls back in like the seventies. They last went to the a to the NFC title game in two thousand and eighteen or nineteen. It was like one of the years when they lost to Nick Foles and the Eagles. But yeah, the Minnesota Minnesota sports low key has like some misery. I would hate to be a Minnesota fan, even though I have a cousin that's like just he's a Minnesota fan, but he's just a Minnesota Vikings fan. He's not a fan of the Twins nor Wild or. I guess the Lynx, but the Lynx actually puts it like, you know, actually have like most success out of any sports team in the, out of all the, you know, other teams in the Minnesota area. They have like, I think they got like five WA, WA or WNBA tiles. I keep yawning. That's what I get for sort of staying up late last night watching some rabbit hole YouTube videos of, or not rabbit holes of, anything just watching some funny clips of nba tnt some really funny clips and just constantly laughing on but all right all right back to the hawks and celtics all right so celtics are probably gonna win this series and then tuesday i think this one this uh game five is heading back to boston i don't see i just heading back to boston now if this series was tied up 2-2 because i really the hawks like that first half they probably could have kept this game within closer than all that closer, but they just couldn't make a couple. If they just would have be able to make a couple more shots, I feel like they could have a chance of winning this game. But, you know, I feel like the Celtics defense sort of like pressured them and rushed them in some of the shots that they were taking, but you know, you gotta be able to make them. It's a miss or make, it's a miss or make league. You know, it's the old saying in the NBA. So anyways, I mean, it's just, I don't know. I feel like Tate, you know, when I was sort of mentioning in it with the 76ers, I feel like that Tatum and Brown, you know, Tatum had 31 today. Like, don't get me wrong. Tatum's really awesome. He's all, he's that guy, but obviously what we saw in the finals now, granted, this is only the first round. So I feel like once we get more into the rounds, we'll see if Tatum can finally, you know, take it like a bigger leap. Like he took that leap last year, but like, I want to see him take it that like even a bigger leap. And I don't know what exactly that, bigger leap is i should say but i feel like i'll know it i feel like we'll all know it as like fans i don't know i have no idea if that makes any sense i'm sure if somebody's listening to this i'm sure i'll get ridiculed by my biggest hater owen o'brien he usually like ridicules me on anything i almost say about sports <laughs> he'll just be like chan he'll just be like chan shut up and usually he's always either kidding or not kidding. I never tell. He's, he's usually, um, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? No, granted, I don't really want, I don't feel like saying it out loud just in case if other family members on my dad's side are listening about Owen O'Brien. But for now, I'll just keep it to myself. I'll just say he is a, a hole sometimes. I'll say that he's an a hole sometimes, which we all need some a holes in our life. Sometimes we love him, but sometimes we hate him or I guess we hate him. But, you know, at the end of the day, we love him. I don't really much love him. I just I just accept him. I just acknowledge him. He is what he is. Can't really change. Can't really change who he is. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the Hawks probably season will end on Tuesday. So, I mean, the Hawks, they got some, I don't know. The Hawks are, I don't know what the Hawks are because I feel like now, obviously, they got Quinn Snyder. It'll be interesting to see if they can get another player 
to go alongside with Trey Young and uh, and Murray. I always feel like they need a third guy, sort of, on their level. I don't know who exactly the Murray had to know. I probably have to make some trades and then, you know, all the other stuff. But yeah, I feel like they probably could have kept Kevin Herter, but maybe they just couldn't fit him in the cap. But either way, that's, I think that's some NBA talk for, for you guys tonight. But uh, appreciate everybody listening. Oh, let's do some quick play by play announcement here. All right. So there's a foul on Rudy Gobert. It's just late in the third quarter. The score is Denver, or no, is Minnesota up now? I think Minnesota's up. So it's 71-69, Denver, or no, Timberwolves. Gosh, I keep screwing that up. But Timberwolves are up 71-69, late third quarter, and they're showing replays of Anthony Edwards. So Joker just on the line. He's shooting two. Oh, he just missed the first. So there's about three sixteen left in the third. They're showing Anthony Edwards on the screen again. They just subbed out well, or Jeff Green. And now Jokic just got the ball. He's taking in his routines. He's got 28 points. He's 10 of 18 from the field. He's got 10 rebounds in the game. Is Now Minnesota's up by one. All right, so Anthony Edwards dribbling, dribbles. He passes it off to uh, Prince, and Prince dribbles. He gives it to Kyle Anderson. Speaking of Kyle Anderson, I know his nickname is Slow-Mo, but holy cow, man, that guy is truly slow. Like his shot. Like how he shoots the ball, just how he runs. He is, he is truly slow. That man is slow as hell. He is just slow. All right, so Jamal Murray has the ball. Aaron Gordon sets a pick, and then Aaron Gordon in the post gets the ball, and now he's getting double teamed. Now Jamal Murray back with the ball. Joker's on top of the key. There's about three seconds left. Murray shoots, and it goes. It's good. Tie game with 2.33 left in the ball game now. Well, not left in the ball game, but left in the third quarter. Anthony Edwards drives, kicks out. Kyle Anderson drives. He, oh, he stops. He try to look. Anthony Edwards for three, no good. Tip. Anthony Edwards for the rebound again. Austin Rivers three, good. Austin Rivers for the for three. Minnesota back out by three with two minutes left in the third. Jamal Murray. Minnesota's on a twenty-one to nine run in the last five minutes. Jamal looking for help, looking. He gives it to Aaron. Aaron shoots a three. No good. Anthony Edwards running, runs, drives, and it's good. It's good. Minnesota up 78-73. Timeout, Denver Nuggets with 146 left in the third. Man, now I'm starting to think I might be able to do some commentating, but I know for a fact I wouldn't because I know for a fact I'd screw up on so many people's names. I would be like, I would just stutter like the whole time, be like saying ums a lot. I don't know. I could never be like a commentary, like a, I could probably be like a con- a color analyst, but I feel like at the same time, if you're going to be a color an- analyst, you got to be able to be, you got to be a guy who's either play the game. I've played basketball but I haven't played at the highest level. I've only played it at high school. So I feel like they wouldn't really want me as a color analyst, but I guess I could be, or is that? No. Yeah. Color analyst is what uh, JJ or yeah, it was what JJ Reddick does. Yeah. And then the uh, other guy, the commentary is what Al Michaels does. Right. Now I, I can't keep track of the titles of people's when they call games. Uh, no, wait, Either way, I couldn't be what, you know, usually the guy who mainly talks and, like, the other guy, like, 
I know that Grant Hill's on this call and he's like the guy who like breaks down the plays. I couldn't do that. Like, I couldn't break down like what, you know, what kind of plays are running and be like, well, they just ran a pick and nope, he just scored. So, yeah, uh, I think that's going to be it for today's episode. I kind of wanted to make this uh, like a 30 minute one. And now we're up to like sort of in the 50 ish minute mark talking as much. So, yeah. All right. You know what? I'll, I'll keep going until the third quarter ends because there's about 140 left. I think we can I could make this work. All right. So Gordon's got the ball. He hands it off to Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray dry, or dribbles, drives, step back. Two, no good. Oh, Aaron Gordon with the rebound. Oh, gives it to Christian Brown. And now uh, Bruce Brown has got the ball. He drives, and he lobs it to Christian Brown. Oh, Christian Brown misses the dunk. Austin Rivers with the board. And he gives it to Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards with the ball. Gets a pick from uh, Rudy Gobert. Anthony Edwards on top of the key. Dribbles. Dribbles drives and no good, but Rudy Gobert tried to tips it. Oh, it, oh, we still got a loose ball. We still got a loose ball. Who's got the ball? Oh, Minnesota still got the ball. There's about a minute left now. And Anthony Edwards got the ball, top of the key, gets another screen from Rudy, and he kicks it out to Austin. Prince with the ball, three seconds. Edwards for three. No good. Jamal Murray with the rebound. Jamal Murray now probably has like six rebounds, I'm guessing. I have no idea because the TV's muted, but Jamal Murray drives, sort of dribbling down Austin Reeves. He shoots a fadeaway and he misses. And now Anthony Edwards gets the ball. He drives and he does his crossover, step back. No good, but Rudy Gobert with the rebound. He puts it up. It's good. 80 to 73 with 17 seconds left in the third quarter. It's a 25 to 9 run in the last seven minutes of this ball game. Crazy stuff's going on. Jamal Murray with the ball with now 12 seconds left. On top of the logo, he sets a screen for uh, oh DeAndre Jordan. Oh, he almost got the dunk, but there's a foul. There is a foul. I think Kyle Anderson fouled somebody, but then he also got hurt. I think he got hit in the face. A lot of face. A lot of headshots going on around here. All right, 5.8 seconds left, and uh, Kyle Anderson is still down the ground. Uh, let's see. Oh, here we go. They're going to show the replay. So, DeAndre Jordan, who I forgot was on the Denver Nuggets, and then, you know, that happened. Oh, okay. Anthony Edwards got him. Nope. It wasn't DeAndre Jordan. He, his own teammate got him. I think he got poked in the eye. That sucks. So, we got a te- so we got an injury on the, on the floor. We'll take a timeout here. Or maybe, are we taking a timeout? Are we not? Are we just going to stay right here? Looks like they might stay right here. I was going to check up on, oh, it kind of seems like it's a bad one. Is they having to make sure? I don't know. All right, he got up. He got up. He's, he's all right. He's all right. Got his eye poked pretty good, though. He's he's feeling it. He's not feeling well. That's for sure. All right. So, like I said, there's about 5.8 seconds left. And Kyle, Ander- oh, no, he stopped. Not feeling well. His eye is just terrible. Oh, wait, is he going to try and stay in the game? Oh, what a warrior. What a what a warrior Kyle Anderson is. And Anthony Edwards is like, you good, dog? You good? I didn't mean to poke you in the eye. I'm, my bad, dog. You good? You sure? Because, you know, I was just trying to block that. Oh, no way. He's coming. He's coming out. He's coming out. I think the refs told him he had to come out. 
he's wanting to stay in the game, but he's like, no, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, go out. Just go to the locker room, get your eye fixed. So Kyle Anderson's out. I don't know who's replacing him. Let's see who replaced him. Oh, Carl Anthony Towns is now in the game. All right. So DeAndre Jordan, who's really bad at free throw shooting, will shoot two. Shoots the one. He makes the first. So now it's 80 to 74, 5.8 left. All right, so DeAndre Jordan will now attempt to shoot the second as we see Kyle Anderson headed back to the locker room to fix his eye. All right, so Jordan at the line, shooting the second, and it is no good. But Bruce, oh, Rudy, oh, Bruce Brown. Oh, Bruce Brown almost got the steal. He almost could have had a chance for a last-second shot for Denver. Now there's two point. Six second, two point six seconds left on the clock. Then Minnesota will attempt to get the ball in. Oh, Anthony Edwards with the ball, and he shoots it. It is oh, just a bit off the mark. As the third end of the third goes, Minnesota eighty, Denver seventy four. As Minnesota is trying to avoid getting swept in this series, but Denver is also trying to. End- End this series tonight. Who will give in? Who will survive? We'll find out tomorrow morning when we all wake up listening to this podcast or watching or looking at up our scores on the ESPN app. All right. So that being said, I think we should wrap up today's episode. It's been long enough. So make sure you follow us on all, all our social media platforms on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and I think. Let's see, it's at Facebook and in the YouTube. So, you know, oh, we will have a uh, NFL sort of video out like sometime this week before the NFL because obviously the NFL drafts on Thursday. So I'll probably have it out like Tuesday or Wednesday, which I promise that one will be out. I promise you that. I promise you that one will be out. But if not, I will I will release a statement out on Facebook and Twitter. So if you want to follow me on those social media platforms, all you got to do is just type in, tweet show that is t-w-e-d-t show i feel like i keep having to constantly have to do this even though no really asked me he's like chan we know we don't have to say you don't have to keep spelling out your last name or telling us all your social media platforms but i just feel like doing it so like i said follow us on all the social media platforms just tweet show just type it in somewhere on your search engine you can also find these podcasts on any platform that you listen to on like apple spotify Google Play, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, you name it. I'm pretty sure I'm on it. So I think with that being said, I think that'll be it for today's episode. I'll see you guys next time.